Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Strikes Back. My name is George, and you're listening to our weekly show, The Weekly Movie Show. <laughs> wow, we got to come up with a better name than that, don't we, boys? Connor. Hello. Benny. We're so good at naming things. It's I know. amazing. I, know. I feel like that was probably the least boisterous entry you've ever done. Well, you guys, you guys asked subdued. me to tone, tone it down this week, and uh, I woke up and I'm feeling a little bit uh, chesty today. Um, so you don't, you don't want to ruin your microphone. Something's you? coming, <laughs> coming down with something. So, uh, yeah, anyway. How you guys been? You've been watching some movies, huh? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Um, we, all, we obviously all watch Castlevania. Um, we so did. we'll talk about that. We will, and we'll, we'll be putting review. our review up on uh, Tuesday, right, Connor? Yeah, yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> um, uh, but last night I chucked on, just for shits and gigs, uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I, mean, I It was one of those fucking nights where I spent like 20 minutes just going through Netflix trying mm, to find something. Yeah, every night. And I just, I just kind of got to that point. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just watch yeah. this. It's, I mean, it's funny. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good like, movie. Comedies, I think, of every genre have like the lowest hit rate. Yeah. And um, I, when you get a good one, it really stands out. Yeah. I think, somehow. <laughs> that one never stood out to me. No, I didn't like it. No. I mean, it's, it's. The ensemble, it's, well, the ensemble was pretty good. Mm, I didn't realize John Cusack was a, a really kind of like a comedic actor. He's a good guy. Man. I love Rob Corddry. Yeah, he's no one plays this. a douchebag like him, and he seems like the nicest guy in the in the world. <laughs> yeah, life. yeah, yeah. Who's the young fella in that? Oh, Clark Duke. Yeah, he's so funny. He's I love great. that kid. Yeah, and then he, Craig Robinson as well. Craig Craig right. Robinson for me is that he stands out. He's the that man. So yeah. good he's with that so just that delivery funny. of it's some kind of hot tub time machine. <laughs> him and Zach and Mary make a porno. Damn, so good. Hey Kevin Smith, <laughs> white coffee. Has anyone ah. seen? <laughs> has anyone seen Hot Tub Time Machine too? No, I didn't bother. Don't, no. don't even mention John that. Cusack didn't even show up for that one. So. And yeah, he's oh he's the high caliber hands. of John Cusack didn't <laughs> yeah. decide to show up for that. Hey, John, oh no, John Cusack yeah. is like a premier Hollywood actor. Okay, so since he, he was since, in the since 90s, you guys yeah. told me I look like him, <laughs> so oh, I, I forgot about that. Sorry, George. I'm, I'm fully getting behind him now. He's I was like, like <laughs> any John Cusack movie that comes out from now on, I'm behind. That's that's part of the reason I actually watched it because Ben, you mentioned last night or the night before, whenever it was, that George kind of looked like John Cusack. I was like, hmm. Yeah. All I could see the entire time was George. Oh, we all started comparing. <laughs> I'm like, so sorry. Who's how Hollywood look alike? Uh, man, he's got, he, dude, you've got the black shirt and the black trench coat on right now. Like it's fucking, it's spot on. Yeah. So scary. Uh, uh, Georgie. Um, I chucked on the fugitive. Oh, uh, Harry Ford. Yeah, yeah. Um, fugitive. Stop trying to hype up the fugitive. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The fugitive fucking rocks. I love the fugitive. I, I've loved this movie since I was like eight years old. Um, it's one of those ones that I remember watching with my parents from a young age and oh. it being quite intense yeah. and, um, but it was still okay for the family to watch. Um, but yeah, I love that movie. Tommy Lee Jones is great. There's so many iconic scenes, you know, the train scene. Um, By far my favorite thing about The Fugitive, two favorite things, is the joke in The Simpsons and the joke in Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but that's all I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, and that was probably my first exposure to it. Yeah, it's yeah. Millhouse um, <laughs> down the drain pipe with Tommy Lee Jones. That was fantastic. I don't care. Um, I, I don't know. I think I've just got a real soft spot for that movie. And uh, I like to chuck it on every once, once in a while. All those 90s Ford movies really blend together for me. He was kind of doing the same thing for a while yeah, there. Yeah. But Although, he's so good. Yeah. He's so, and 
he's like his big beard. He has a beard in the first half. Um, and you, you've never really seen um, Harrison Ford like that. So that's, that's a little bit. Is he a surgeon in that movie? Yep. Yeah. I do not buy him as a yeah. surgeon at all. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Um, I do love how Tommy Lee Jones' character in that film. He also played in another film. Yeah, U.S. US Marshals. Yeah, yeah. Which um, makes it an early example seen. of a shared universe. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah, cool. yeah. It kind of is. Eh? Yeah. Um, I I've never seen that. I don't think. Wesley Snipes in that film? Maybe. I'm thinking of a different one. But yeah, Fugitive, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Get involved. Check it out. That's our Do, official You don't review. like the Fugitive, Connor? I mean, it's all right, but it's it's in that that category of Harrison Ford. What is that, a 90s film? Do you guys like Witness? That other, I think it must be 80s, late 80s, God, I don't early even think 90s. I've seen Witness. The, the, the Amish best one. one. The Amish one. <laughs> the Amish one. <laughs> <laughs> Just say that. That's what it is. Well, I mean... <laughs> You say they all blend together. Look, if he doesn't say, <laughs> get off my plane, then I'm not interested. Okay. Or <laughs> well, he's not one. holding a gun in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> ben? Um, so I had the pleasure of seeing It Comes at Night this week. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to see it. new uh, kind of psychological horror film um, starring Australia's own... Joel Egerton. Joel Egerton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, he didn't direct this, did he? No, he didn't. No, okay. but apparently, I, re- I was reading some interviews. Apparently, he was very kind of creative on set. Yeah. He has a lot of feedback yeah. and stuff. Nice. For a, a second time director, I think. Um, I, uh, I, I feel like I said this last week, and I hope I get to say this every week, but I think this is my favorite film of the year. Wow. Um, I cool. had a sneaking suspicion this might just kind of come under the radar and... and uh, Damn, I'm so upset we aren't reviewing it this week. We have to review it for next week. Okay? Yeah, I don't want to uh, say too much or anything. And I don't want to hype it up too much because a lot of people are having a very different reaction to this movie. Okay. They feel like they've been lied to by the trailers. Okay. Um, and it is definitely not uh, perhaps exactly what it looked like. What's the trailer kind of marketing it as? I, I remember watching or, it, but look, I can't. When you got a movie called... It's like it, an indie kind of dark horror. It makes it look like. Yeah, yeah. And when you got a movie called It Comes at Night, maybe you go in expecting a fucking vampire or something yeah. to show up, yeah. which um, is not the case. I'll just say it's not the case. Because, cool. But to be honest, I got more of like a thriller kind of character vibe more I, than um, I did. We'll get into this at some point in great depth, I'm sure, but I, I hate this like... Is it horror? No, I hate this. Is yeah. it horror debate? I have no time for it. Yeah. If it's if it's like a scary movie in the, with a horrible situation, it's just a horror. It's yeah. fine. We don't need to get into semantics about it, you know. And all these people mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, I was lied to. It wasn't a horror film. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was something else." I no fuck off. It, anyway, I love this movie so much. I wow, I, I, I so saw good it to hear. I saw it in a in a big seven hundred seat cinema, alone, <laughs> <laughs> completely alone. Um. And I, it just blew my mind. I sat there for like 10 minutes after it ended and it was the last session of the day. Oh. So the lights started coming down yeah. all of a sudden when I was still in there. Freaky. I've never exited a cinema so fast <laughs> in my life. Um, yeah, just a real, really amazingly dark, just fucking nihilistic film. Awesome. I thought it was fantastic. And and in terms of scariness, pretty scary. Um, Not horror, like so see, unsettling. Actually, what I would really compare this movie to, and one, this is one of my absolute favorite movies of the past few years as well, is uh, Take Shelter That's by what I was Mike say. Nichols. Oh. Because yeah. this is a film which oh, is what it looks like. Okay. And this is where a lot of people, I think, feel like they've been lied to. So kind of some of the scary stuff in the trailer. A lot, There's a lot of nightmare sequences in this film. Right. And I don't think that's a spoiler because it's shown very clearly in the film. Um, in a very cool way, uh, the nightmare sequences, it changes aspect ratio. It gets a bit okay. uh, more closed Tyler. in. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, well, it didn't really happen. And my response is, it's a movie. None of it really happened, yeah. you idiot. It's, it's just take it for what it is. But, I um, love Take Shelter. That yeah. I remember you telling me about that years ago. Yeah. Um, maybe What, that was 2010 that 20, came out? 2011, I think. I think it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember that 
you, uh, chucking that on and uh, absolutely blown away. Yeah. Immediately became a fan of that director. Yeah. Um, so this is a pity the last one. This is a twofold recommendation. If you haven't seen Take Shelter either, fucking check it yeah, out. Go right now. Yeah. Amazing. Brilliant. Anyway, that's been my week. Yeah, sounds yeah. fun. So we, mm. so we should we move on to the, mo- uh, the news segment? News. Yeah. That's what I was the, trying the to news. say. <laughs> the news. <news-y. laughs> I was trying to read and speak at the same time. <laughs> I just forgot that I can't we do can't that. can't multitask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, on to the... Uh, on to the I was about to say moose again. Fucking <laughs> God. Moose news. <laughs> it's my Canadian coming out. <laughs> should we go on to the moose? I mean... Um, all right, on to the news. Uh, first up, we have a uh, news drop this week that Tarantino's ninth film um, is going to be uh, around the subject matter of the Manson family murders. So this um, is huge news. This it is, is Tarantino's second-last film. Big news. Yeah, we, don't, sure. we don't get these very often. Sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, it, the quote is that, they, that he's taking a unique take on the Manson family murders. That worries me because the man... Like, I mean... I don't know about you guys, but I feel like the Manson family murders are still a bit of a, maybe not a touch. Like it's still a bit raw in the the public consciousness. It, to some degree, yes, and then to other degrees, no. Um, <laughs> I know, I know that sounds weird. Ever. I know <laughs> it's deep, man. I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I remember. Don't want to disagree with you, but I also don't want to agree with I you. I remember watching um, a Nine Inch Nails behind the scenes video where uh, Trent Reznor actually bought the house in New Orleans and built the studio. Yeah. Um, when mm. he recorded the Fragile, the album that came out in '99. Did not know that in um, in there and. Uh, that was what this the Manson murders what seventies right? Sure, God. I mean, I don't really <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know much <laughs> I about it. Know it's, that. It's, just, but it's, I think just it's so fresh in my consciousness. That I, I can't think remember it's like it I think there's been enough time passed that, um, you know, like Ma- Charles Manson is like almost like this pop culture. Yeah, he, de- oh, he certainly is. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound insensitive, but um, it never crossed my mind to give a single shit that this is like a real life event being dramatized yeah. in a Tarantino film. I don't know. Yeah. Um, this is Tarantino. I'll place him making a film as much more important than anyone getting offended by anything. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. If he's he, he's like one of these guys who has like creative license to kind of toe the line. I feel like there's not many directors that could have killed Hitler um, in the manner that he did in Glorious Bastards yeah, yeah. and get away I with it. I feel like. He- that's kind of a sketch. Like any director could have done that, though. I don't like, think so. You're that's, literally that's killing. I, that's the statement. The was. worst man in history. But he's people, altering history, and it's like Nazi Germany and World War Two is still like people took big issue with that as well. Yeah, did they really? Yeah, yeah. amazing. I'm yeah. like, are you serious? Yeah. Uh, what kind of like literal-minded, serious person would you have to be to watch this movie that opens up with "Once upon a time in Nazi-occupied France"? And then it takes that turn. There's like that didn't happen. I remember, oh, this is a terrible film. But but like I think he got away with it more so than others other people would have. Yeah, I think he fucking nailed it. I love that movie. I just uh, do you think he's going to go down like a symp- sympathetic Charles Manson <laughs> portrayal? Well, that, that was my worry, yeah. and it was kind of the the thought that or the the movie that kind of came to mind. I have no idea why was The Devil's Rejects, which is this uh, kind of Rob weird, Zombie. Yeah. yeah, and it's this weird like it is almost a sympathetic. Very gratuitous. Very gratuitous. Uh, like I, I don't even know how to say it. Like it's it's. They're like a fa- like a family that like yeah murders yeah murder people yeah <laughs> and and you're kind of meant like they're the kind of protagonists yeah protagonist um, 
podcasts. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I was just kind of like, I don't want, I hope this movie doesn't kind of go down the road. I don't know why it would. Yeah, I don't really just, see Tarantino really... doing that. I mean, in his movies, I feel like the bad guys pretty much always get their comeuppance. Um, usually the good guys get it pretty bad as well. But yeah. um, <laughs> everyone just kind of gets an <laughs> yeah. equal level of shit levied at them. Yeah, but uh, the only kind of real news we have at this point is that um, Margot Robbie has been talking with him, perhaps to star as the lead. Yeah, which um, I would think means that um, Manson himself wouldn't kind of be like the main yep. focus. You know, uh, what a meteoric rise for Margot Robbie! I mean, she's like only a couple of years older than us. She's like twenty eight, twenty nine, and uh, she's got her own production company. Like she's she's worked with like some really really high profile directors, Scorsese, maybe Tarantino, David <laughs> Yates. Okay, Tarzan kind of sucked, but you know, like Kinda. her roster of directors that she's worked with is another stars as well. David Ayer, David Ayer, Suicide. What are we some kind of Suicide Squad? Oh man! If you think about you know working with Will Smith and and working with fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, and working and some with um Jai Courtney, you know, <laughs> fellow Australians <laughs> just taking over Hollywood. It was probably the dream for Joy. her whole career. You know, was yeah. to work with Jai Courtney. Yeah, but and she's got her own production company. Like, I think she's getting a, she has some stake in an upcoming franchise. Like, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Gotham City Sirens. Is she? Has she got a stake she, in she's that? She's producing. I That's think. right. Yeah. So yeah, she's yeah. taking control of this character that um, is hugely popular and means a lot to a lot of people, and was probably not amazingly well served by her first film. So. Yeah. yeah. Good that stuff. Is, that is one Good way to put it. Oh well, we'll see. Yeah. Supposed ninth. And second final Tarantino film. We'll see. Mm. We'll see Tarantino. I reckon, he'll, I reckon oh. he'll come back for more. Anyway. Yeah. Um, on to the next one. Speaking of DC, Ben. Um, Matt Reeves has stated that he's not using the Ben Affleck, uh, Jeff Johns script for Batman film. Um, so he's thrown it out. Which means that he is starting from, I guess, fresh. Yeah. As, so well, as, is, I guess as fresh as a Batman film can be. Yeah. So this is pretty standard for the DC is... Um, when they get to their third director, they start their fifth script. <laughs> yep. um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just keep them coming. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. I don't they, know they're just it, learning. Each mm. revision, they're learning. I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. It's a good thing. Matt Reeves, we, as we've gone on at great length before, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, he does a lot of faith in Affleck at this point. Yeah. Um, he should absolutely just do what he wants to do. It sounds like he's got a bit of swing on this film because they approached him while he was working on uh, War for the Planet of the Apes and he was like, Look, I'll talk to you later. I got to finish this. I'm going to focus on this, and it sounds like he really did focus on that and really pulled something it fantastic. It's been together. easy for them to have then just gone and found a different director mm. it, for, for the sake of finding a director, putting a name out there. Mm. But they knew they there was a lot riding on this film, and they needed to nail it. Uh, I think this is great. I think there was a lot of dead weight and a lot of negative baggage come um, with that Affleck script. And I think just cutting ties, starting afresh, I think it's a really good move. As you said, Benny, Matt Reeves, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. So okay. just let him do his thing. He's got a plan. He wants to tap into a bit more of that Nolan aesthetic, he said recently. Yeah. Um, Which let's is, see. Is, you can see that in his Apes films. Definitely, definitely. Um, I think a fresh start is definitely what this movie needs because they'd already like cast Deathstroke and released footage of it. It's it feels very piecemeal, so I think um, coming yeah. at it fresh. It, it it'll always be one of those things where we'll never know. Yeah, you know, like for all we know, the Ben Affleck written and and or directed film could have been a masterpiece. Um, but I mean, we'll we'll never get that. I would have liked to have seen version. it, but I think this is a better um, scenario in uh, everyone in the spectrum of never actually being able to know. I'm going to put. 
this on like the fairly sure end that Matt Reeves' Batman will be better than Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. And, uh, I, we, we all have faith in Matt Reeves, so it's probably not a, a, a giant leap to make. And War of the Planet of the Apes is up soon, right? Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks? Yep. Hell yeah. Very excited. I need that. that. <laughs> need that film. Yeah. I was reading an interview today saying how that movie is going to be controversial. Oh, Con- controversial? How? I don't know. I heard it's be—it's not exactly how, how it, what it's being marketed as, or something. Like, okay, that's getting me very intrigued. Good, <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, that's Give what I like to different. see in some blockbusters. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Very interested about that, by that statement. What? Like, it's such a vague statement as well. You could be like that. It could be anything. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, anything is possible. It's a stealth DC film. All right, what do we got up next, Condor? All right. So we've been getting a lot of news out of D23 recently. Including some big Disney expo. Mm -hmm. Yep. Including some Star Wars stuff that we'll be talking on a little bit later in the episode. Yeah, we will get to that. Um, But in other news uh, coming out of D23, first off, we've had an announcement for Incredibles 2 to start directly uh, from the end um, underminer scene from the first film. Uh, So I don't know if you guys remember it. There's that last little scene where this little mole man pops up. Um, and exclaims that he's the underminer. Yeah, it's kind of a cool little tag. They're a family unit again, superhero team, ready to take him on. I don't think it needed to be picked up directly from there. Uh, yeah, like- I'm, I'm less... I guess with these kind of sequels, I kind of want, you know, 10 years to go by. I was kind of expecting that. Yeah, Incredibles is groundbreaking, I feel, as a superhero film. It's probably still the best superhero film ever put on screen, really. <laughs> and um, It's the best Fantastic Four film I've ever done. Oh, yeah, and I, I really kind of expected when it got announced that I don't like the idea of all these sequels, but I expected they would take at least a semi-realistic um, amount of time since the first film um, for the second film, and I thought they could do something really interesting with that again with all these aging characters and stuff, but no, they're just jumping directly in, like literally from the last... Well, what, what, what we'll end up getting is just a really long Incredibles film, if that's the case. <laughs> Unless, yeah, but, but but it may be a case of the first half being really good and the second half being shit. Yeah. <laughs> is Brad Bird back? He's back, yeah. And his last okay. movie sucked. The last one, what was that one Tomorrowland. called? Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Oh, oh, boy, that, that was, was a mess. That was film. painful. Yeah. That was so bad. Yeah, I love Brad Bird too, but... Um, Clooney. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that property could have ever been good though? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Of course it could have been good. Yeah, I, I mean... <laughs> No, but what, uh, yes, it could have been good. Any movie could be good. Could have been a lot worse. If it's good. <laughs> could have been a little bit better. Yeah. Could have been slightly given Given better. the situation that it was in, I guess. Parts of it were... Um, they were a Disney production. They amazing. had financial backing. They had a massive One of the production. greatest directors working. Like, they fucked it. There's no... It's on them. You know, so. Yeah. Fair call. Um, but, the, but yeah, what bothers me about this incredible thing is also they're going to have to recast uh, some of the kids. Or Dash, oh, at least, because right. yeah, he yeah. was played by a child, which I don't like. They did that with Nemo and Finding Nemo, and that, that really did not feel like the same character to me at all. Um, that Finding Nemo, Nemo movie sucked. Funny story, sorry. That sucked. Oh. It, yeah, well, I, I don't fine. know. I don't know. Sorry. It felt so empty and vacuous. Yeah. It felt exactly what Finding, Finding Nemo 2 should feel like. You know, <laughs> just a cash grab. Yeah. yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm like, not a fan of of sequels for for uh, these kind of Disney films. Having said that, what about I Toy, love Story Toy Story? Toy yeah, Story yeah, two. yeah. Well, I'm. <laughs> let me finish. Wait, wait. <laughs> I was going to say the exception <laughs> being, um, you know, Toy Story, which is obviously made four films that have been absolutely spectacular. Um, the fourth one, in particular, uh, particularly because I, I was so worried about that I love, film. I love the fourth one. Yeah, 
Yeah. Are you guys oh, sorry, third. I'm, what the fuck am I talking about? I'm getting ahead like, of myself already. I was scanning my head. It's like, is that a spin-off one that I forgot about? I was like, just like, Rex's adventure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought like just in my head like the, the newest one was a fourth one. No, sorry, I think, third I'm pretty one. sure there's a fourth one coming. That all right? That's what I was thinking. Um, the third one was really good, but they've announced the fourth one. Oh. Um, and that one. Oh, that's in our notes. Look at that! <laughs> Hell yeah! But they Fuck. fucking they announced that shit ages ago. Anyway, We've continue, known that for continue, ages. No, 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 they, this was the official announcement for oh, okay, it. Okay, and they've announced well, the director. Spoiler as well, spoiler alert: the fourth one's been announced. Fuck. We can talk about that now. <laughs> um, yeah, no the. That, well, I can just talk about the story now. That really, really, really worries me because the third one was I felt was such a gamble. And and because they pulled it off, I felt like I'd kind of gotten away with murder. It's mm. like, whew, that was a close one. Yeah, like Hope perfect, they just leave it there. Perfect trilogy. Who the yeah, it's the best, best trilogy I can think of. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't with even, I don't think you could even, rings, I think. Uh, you could ask 100 people to, to rank those three movies and I don't think you'd get any kind of consensus on them. No, I, I oh, agree. Oh, wow, yeah. I've got a real spot, soft spot for number two. Mm. Two is, uh, yeah, Jesus. Two is brilliant. They're all brilliant though. That's the problem. Uh, that's the, yeah, that's the problem. I, I'd, be, I'd agree with you and then I'd be like, oh, what about the third So one did Lasseter do three? He, um, did he co-directed I or? I have a feeling two guys no, I directed. Think he, I think someone three. else took over for three even. But he, I think he was meant to be working on four, but he's dropped out of that and a, a really young guy's is taking the reins on that one. I'm very worried about that. I'm not they, sure where the story is going to go. Like that—that that was such a beautiful arc to finish. Number three, like ending this, the, your time with Andy, yeah. starting it fresh, the new, the next chapter, and just like kind of walking off in the sunset. You know what? You know what? what where they're going to be? Where they're going to go? Okay, so just leave the, it up to your imagination. The second film kind of tackled immortality. The third one tackled mortality very intensely. I think they should follow that thread and just start killing them off in this one. Yeah, really. Well, yeah, actually, I mean, they're damn close doing it, it in the third. Hunger Games, exactly, Toy yeah. Story. Two of them, two of them are dead already. Jim Varney and Don Rickles, um, Slinky Dog and Potato Head. They have oh passed my God, away. Right, yeah, um, right. Jim Varney was dead for the third one as well. But um, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, just kill them all off. Take them out. Yeah, send them back one. to the incinerator. Jesus. No, no Toy Story Five, please. Why the fuck? <laughs> why the fuck are they doing Toy Story Four? Why did they do Monsters University? And that Finding bums Dory? me out. Yeah. That bums me out. Yeah. N- none of it's them. Bum- it sucks. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, in other news, because we did, we kind of skipped around <laughs> unintentionally. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um the other one is uh, Wreck It Ralph Two, another sequel. Fuck, I'm it, so over these goddamn fucking sequels. Wreck-It Ralph um, 1 had a lot of potential to be better than it was, so there is potential here for it. I really liked Wreck-It Ralph. People hyped up Wreck-It Ralph a bit too much. I thought it was very solid, and I think of all of their franchises, this is one that has a lot of potential for sequels. I think yeah. that's a very cool... Um, like Just because of all the familiar faces yeah. popping up. I just stuff. don't think they, they did that great of a job with number one. I think the concepts and some of the visuals were great, but mm. I think as such an over, a, as a as a film, eh. I'm not You're saying, such a negative Nelly today. <laughs> like Jesus, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not Good. saying this is why you didn't like it specifically. I think a lot of people they went in expecting like, oh, it's going to be all Mario and Sonic for the whole thing, and that was a very kind of small part of the film. Yeah, like extremely small. Yeah, which which was good. I think it should be able yeah. to stand on its own without exactly. all those ideas. It was cool to get a glimpse of these other characters. I love but, seeing Doctor Eggman. So, yeah, yeah. suppose Mario's going to have a big part. In the yeah, song. there was a lot of obscure. Um, references in that as well, which I liked. Mm. I, like, I didn't. I didn't think it would have been as good if they had just hyped up the major characters that everyone recognizes. I liked that it was his own little thing. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I'm trying to remember the, the name of it. It's uh, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, I believe is the trailer that they showed. Yeah, um, so we don't it, have access it, to I don't it. know if you okay. guys remember um, Futurama, the version of the internet in that, where they, they kind of go into the internet. It's like a physical place or a virtual space, yeah, but yeah, they're kind of, like kind of walking around and stuff. Yeah, I think that's the direction they're heading with this. And it's going to, apparently it's going to have just a, like an insane amount of kind of Disney IP included in this film. Like the trailer shown had at least half a dozen Disney princesses from the Disney princess brand, um, all featured in it, all reprising the voices, the voice actors reprising their roles for it. So I guess they're going the opposite direction than I was just saying for the first film. Yeah. They're just going to like, fuck it, let's just take all the characters we have and make an Avengers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it'd be fun. I like the first one. Yeah. George, <laughs> you don't seem too excited. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's all I got well, to say. Well, Ricky Ralph why don't too. we move on before you get... Why, uh, why don't we talk about uh, another thing that we haven't had access to, but uh, Infinity oh, yeah. War trailer dropped at it D23. Mm. That's uh, that's a spicy meter ball. Yeah. yeah evidently, evidently, it shows uh, how the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Earth-based Avengers meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is... It, and it's exactly kind of what we speculated it would be. Yep. Um, in our Marvel episode, actually. Yeah. So that's interesting. Go check that out. <laughs> Go check that out. Okay. Well, when do we think that trailer will will uh, be released to the public? Maybe tomorrow. Fuck. I don't think. What do you reckon they're going to be getting it soon? I think it's going to be before Thor. Wow. They're going to hold which on. Is 110 days away. <laughs> I, Not that anyone's I, counting. I, yeah, I think they're going to be dicks about it. I can't. I can't wait that long. Yeah. I because I, I think we have had to wait quite <coughs> a long time before for like Avengers trailers and stuff. Yeah. They've been shown. Um. Who knows? Maybe they'll release it with like. I still remember watching the first Avengers trailer, and that was on the back of, or just before. I think no, it was on the back of um, Captain America. I think first one Mm. was it that or Thor? It was one of those films. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) remember that original trailer had um, that uh, we're in this together, Nine Inch Nails. Oh yeah, really weird. I love that that film. Me too, and it's a cool trailer. It's nothing like the movie. Back back to the fragile. (laughs) Yeah, man. Nice Let's talk about that. Hell yeah. Let's yeah, make yeah. this a movie. Have you, have you listened to the, the new EP? I have. I, only one single. Yeah. Um, but man, I love it. <laughs> he's continuing the, the synth vibe that he's been doing mm. the last mm. uh, few <laughs> albums. <laughs> the very little guitar and uh, whatnot. Yeah. But I like that. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, enough trend resonant gushing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, moving on. Um, ben, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. Um, but it, it it's uh, yeah. Why don't you just why don't you do this one? This is very close to your heart. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So Steve Whitmire, the voice of um, Kermit the Frog since 1978, when uh, Jim Henson died, has been fired by Disney uh, under mysterious circumstances and for unknown reasons. Um, Done. Done. Which is uh, I don't know. I I know the Muppets is kind of a niche thing nowadays. It's but I think this is a huge bummer. Like. This guy, as I just said, has been voicing the character for 30 plus years. Yeah. He was handpicked by uh, Jim Henson himself to take over the role um, f- before his death. Uh, Why do you think this has happened? And we, we have no idea. The only official word from Disney is the Muppets studio thanks Steve for his tremendous contributions to Kermit the Frog and the Muppets franchise. We wish him well in his future endeavors, um, which is do completely nondescript. Do yeah, you listen, say anything. read his statement. And he's released a huge blog post on the matter. Um, which is a little heartbreaking if you read the whole thing. But uh, just a a little snippet here is, um, I just want you all to know that I'm sorry if I've disappointed any of you at any point throughout our journey and to let everyone know that I'm devastated to have failed in my duty to my hero. And I'm almost choking up just reading that because it is so sad. You should read the whole thing. Um, And and this is the guy, like, 
he wasn't in the classic original Muppet movies. He was on the Muppet Show for a stretch, I think. Um, so and, you said but, since 1978. 1978. Yeah. So he was yeah. he was on he was he was the the Kermit we knew growing up in all yeah. the you know the Muppet Christmas well, Carol, Muppet I, Treasure Island. I was going to say I don't know about you guys, but my my childhood is basically Muppet. Treasure Island, mm. like oh. I, that movie for me I, is. I couldn't get shit. enough of that shit. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I mean, it speaks to those Muppet movies that when I picture Long John Silver in my head, it's Tim Curry. It's Tim Curry, yeah. yeah. And when <laughs> when I think of Ebenezer Scrooge, it is Michael Caine, two thousand percent. Same. He is Ebenezer Scrooge. Absolutely. I love the darkness of that um, mm. that Christmas Carol. Yeah, uh, is that right? Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet yeah. Christmas Carol. Yeah. Um, oh god! Very I'm, sorry. Dark. I just. I brought up Muppet Treasure Island on on the screen here, and it's uh, fuck. It's just hit me in the feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should Christ. we should do a review on those Muppet man. marathon. Man. Yes, fuck yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I just forgot. Like I'm just I'm looking at all the characters. I haven't watched this movie in ages. Like it really was kind of characterized by my childhood. I can't believe um, but Jim just, Henson died in '78. Yeah, I thought he he died in the '80s. Um, that's a pretty lasting legacy. Yeah, yeah. His um his funeral it's all on youtube it was televised i think it, it's one of the most emotional things i've ever seen frank oz's eulogy to him holy wow. crap it is <laughs> it is heartbreaking frank oz who plays yoda of course yeah um long time collaborator with jim henson yeah yeah and it, i just find it so uh disappointing and it, yeah it, it's it's very reminiscent um of kevin clash actually the voice of elmo who was like oh, a few years ago after some sexual uh, abuse allegations were raised, which kind of turned out to be unfounded. Um, it's kind of a complicated case involving a statute of limitations, but it, it seemed very dubious, um, as is often the case with these things. They can get complicated. But The um, charges against him or his yeah, defense seem the char- dubious? The charges against him, okay. absolutely. Okay. Um, they were essentially thrown out of court, but um, he wow. completely lost his job and career over it. Jeez. Um, his understudy had to take over his Elmo, um, wow. and he kind of never recovered. So again, I don't want to bring up kind of sexual allegations, <laughs> given that we have no idea what this is that regarding. Is a, a rapist? He, Jesus, he mentions in the blog post that there were two issues that he tried to address, um, and uh, it wasn't good enough apparently. So I, we just have no idea what it is, and it, I wouldn't be surprised if we never hear about it. Damn. But uh, yeah, it's a bummer. Kermit the, Kermit the Frog is a character very close to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I started learning the banjo because of him. <laughs> <laughs> just and, started uh, though. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Oh, sad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all the best to him because, um, I mean, losing that tie with Disney, that's a big blow to anyone's career. Mm. And yeah, uh, I just don't know where you would even try and like rebuild from there because you'd be blacklisted. Um, McDermott the dog <laughs> traveling around the, I around mean, the try, country. I mean, if you've been thrown out the door by Disney, I mean... In showbiz, uh, closes a lot of other doors. Uh, Disney owns everything, man. I, I mean, I, I've never been to Hollywood, so <laughs> I don't know. But I'd imagine that's maybe how it works. Mm. Um, yeah, sad, sad face. <laughs> well, let's move on to something a little happier, right? Yeah, no, Some I'm really a, happy news. I'm excited. A, a little furious, sir. <laughs> you just said the name you haven't done anything like clever with it yet I like um, it. that was pretty good <laughs> uh, no this is um, Charlize Theron has said that the script for Mad Max prequel Furiosa is ready to go that it, I don't know about you guys but I'm fucking pumped yeah I think um, I've heard rumors that Margot Robbie might be in this as well fuck um, it why not cool we might as well that get every much of a prequel like we're talking like a 20 year prequel yeah, that I mean, I'd I'd be so down for that. Yeah, 
I mean, like, but I'm saying that in this is always the problem with sequels. You get a cool character in in a in a movie that is is otherwise just really good. And the mentality is like, oh, I want to see more of that character. I want to see like another story surrounding that character. But I mean, that doesn't mean that the next movie is going to be good. I, yeah. I completely agree. Like, the only thing I would say does set this apart from other examples of that is this isn't taking kind of like a background character and spinning it off. Because Furiosa was essentially the main character yeah. in yeah. Mad Max Fury Road. So we know that she can already uh, kind of carry a whole film. Um, but But yeah, on the flip side... I don't know, Mad Max Fury Road is just such a perfect entity. I don't really want to see anything else of it. I just want to watch that again and again. Well, in saying that, I agree with the first half of your statement. Um, but one thing that I really wanted to see in Mad Max um, was I wanted them to go to a little village and mm. check out some more of the world. Like I was really keen to see more. I wanted to see these other little societies that had you know, formed through the ashes in this post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> mm. um, and I think there's room to explore more. I and, think that's uh, very much a be careful what you wish for situation. Because yeah. when you get a movie that's so dense with um, kind of lore and world building uh, um, as Fury Road, it's so uh, enticing. And you're like, yeah. oh, I want to see more. But then you see it and you're like, oh, I want to see less. <laughs> well, I don't know. I love the production design. Uh, I, I wanted to see more. Yeah. I, I just, I just hearing bullet farm, never seeing it. I'm like, that's so cool. Like, yeah. What the yeah. fuck is a bullet but, farm? I mean, if you Let's think about the beauty of Mad Max and it, it, it sounds almost counterintuitive, but it's, it's essentially a long char, uh, char car chase film. Yeah. Like that's really all it is. And I think that if you had spent time, you know, going around the world and checking out, you know, going to little villages, I don't think that you would have, the movie would have been as no, good as it is. but then now in this one, there's room for that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know? I just, this, I'm excited because I love Mad Max and, and this is always how sequels get you. They're just like, or prequels. Like, you love that original property, don't you? You're like, yeah, I do. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to give you more. You're like, yes, I <laughs> love that. And then you Sometimes. get Until I get it. And then I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Do we know how attached to this George Miller is? is See, this is what I was going to ask either of you guys because um, I've heard nothing. So I'm not interested if he's not around. It's almost like a tumor. Yeah. He's so attached to it. <laughs> I'm a are, are you just Sorry, are you just saying that because you feel like that's how it should be or are you saying that because you know? Because that's how it should be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is we don't, we don't actually know. Um, listen, I, I cannot see George Miller letting go of this. So, See, I kind of can. I feel like George Miller's Pretty laissez-faire about this stuff. It's like, yeah, whatever. Oh, that's what I love about <laughs> like, George like Miller. He, what, what, he spent like 20 years before he made a sequel to yeah. the, the last one. I, I think George Miller, he's a guy that carries himself with um, a, a lot of dignity, but he doesn't he doesn't puff out his chest. You know, he's like... Yeah, he just makes happy feet films <laughs> for a while. <laughs> but, but, you know, he, he, he's got humility, and he's, but he's, an ama- he's got an amazing mind. And he's a true, I like that. He's a true Aussie battler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just reading some, uh, some stuff here, and it, it does look as though... Uh, Thrawn is in talks with George. So there is like dialogue there. So I imagine he's relatively um, attached to this. Trust me. I got this. Yeah. So I got, by, I got the scoop. I got the scoop. His, his office is just uh, yeah. a bus ride away from us. Should, so should we, we put we up a go. blog? Should we put up a blog post? Like exclusive George Miller. Yeah, oh, yeah, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> directing. So we can expect Furiosa. to see this in what? Eight, nine years? Yeah. 2025. <laughs> yeah. That seems about the right timeline for a Miller. Mad George Max Miller, film. he'll be on he'll be like where Ridley Scott is right now. Oh. Just kind of like 
crazy man on set. <laughs> like, yeah, we've never like, seen no, a face hugger run before. <laughs> he he's on the way to crazy. They're they're like the same age, aren't they? Like seventy something. Yeah, seventy. Yeah, seventy old. George yeah. George Miller just hosted the um, Baby Driver premiere here. Oh, did he? Uh, last week, yeah. Good. He interviewed um, Edgar Wright, who was also over. <laughs> Apparently, he was a terrible interviewer. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, oh, God, he's just a doddering old man now, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so how much did you like Mad Max Fury Road? <laughs> <laughs> how much did you want to see my Justice movie? My yeah. Justice League movie from 2008? How does it feel making huh? the second best car movie? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been such a good day. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Is a good dick? Dig? Holy fuck. That's a good dick. Yeah, yeah. That George Miller guy. He's got a swinging card. <laughs> Fucking hell. Let's move on to the next one. All right. Uh, moving on really quickly. Um, speedy, speedy, speedy. Yeah. Uh, is, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this really quickly so maybe you can uh, hear how I don't mispronounce it. Um, Adi Shankar. Did wow. I get it? Well done. That'll do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he did Power Rangers and, and Castlevania, which we will be reviewing next yeah, week. He did, he did Power, sorry, he did Power Slash Rangers, the the short film on YouTube. Is it really the the dark one with uh, James Vanderbeek? Oh yeah, really yeah. Likes. Sorry, I didn't know that. I, I just knew that he did Castlevania. Scratching his chin, but <laughs> 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 scratching your chin with a microphone. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, George. Hey, I'm um, sick. Right. What's sorry? That's not. There's no correlation between those two things. It's the ultimate remedy. Haven't you? Are you sick, darling? Oh, would you like a microphone to scratch your fucking chin? <laughs> yeah, continue, um, continue the story. Yeah, sorry. He's uh, interested in uh, adapting Metroid as an animated series, in the um, same vein as the the Castlevania. Castlevania. I um, you guys are far more into Metroid than I am. Yeah, you can wrap this up. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't really have any desire to see that but then again i didn't really have any desire to see castlevania either and uh save your thoughts save your thoughts save your thoughts <laughs> well i can say that i liked it save, jesus save, save your thoughts young one yeah. um, you guys bring it bring, bring it, it. <laughs> uh i want to see uh i want to see a metroid cartoon yeah man uh let's just preface this by saying it's never gonna happen Nintendo is way too protective of their IPs. They have been branching out lately, kind of looking at their options. There was a lot of talk about a Netflix Zelda series. I reckon um, it's around the corner, man. Yeah, I, that's uh, such a hard one to do. I reckon, no, though. look, like, what, look at the it. trend. The trend is Nintendo opening the door, the gateway. Uh, look at um, making no, I'm into not mobile saying, like, games. No, I'm not just talking about like you know the kind of logistics of it. I'm just saying the idea of doing a live action um, Zelda game just to me seems like such a Oh yeah, I think Metroid. Ha- I think Metroid, to be honest, has probably the most potential in terms of a live action or just as yeah, a, a, or a, an animation. I think okay, it, so not live it action. Just seems <laughs> it just seems to have the most. I don't know. Somehow, like Mario, I, I, I don't know how you would do that. There's so many different ways that could go. Mm-hmm. Same with Zelda. Lots and lots of options. You could go more Kitty. You could go more Lord of the Rings style. Um, and then um, Metroid just seems to fit just, the bill. It's just aliens. Exactly. Easy. Done. Perfect. Um, you just got to, I mean, if we're talking animated, you don't even need to really cast it all that well. You just need to draw it good. Yeah. yeah. Just need it to be like an awesome kind of design aesthetic with some cool tunes. Yeah. And some good little action <laughs> Bit sequences. Of action. Yeah. Maybe some, some scares. And then you'll nail it. <clears throat> um, all right. Our final news thing. It's, it's, this is such a stupid little thing. I'm just going to say it. 
Um, Tom, <laughs> can't it's not news. It's just it a quote. Not news. It's just a funny quote. Tom Holland stating Zendaya. Woo! Oh, did you see that? Oh, Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate. What was it? Cosmopolitan that did that. Fucking hate all those news. But isn't it bullshit. true? No. That's not true. They've come out and said it's well, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't have a personal line to fucking Tom Holland. You're like, yo, bro. Oh, you told me you did last week. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're actually Fuck we're actually you. talking about this story now. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry I just that. well, I in so much as for me to say I fucking hate the kind of people that talk about this story. So there you go. That's awesome. Uh, um you get to the real story. Yeah. The, no, the real story, yeah. Fuck, we've hyped it up so much, I don't even want to say it. All right, uh, Tom Holland had said, I kind of want Tobey Maguire to play Uncle Ben. I think that'd be super funny, uh, and I don't think he'll do it. Wow. Uh, yeah, this is just a random quote from an interview. <laughs> I like you, this. You really sold it. I love it. I think that'd be the best, because yeah. I was thinking, uh, you know, a week after I'd seen Spider-Man Homecoming, I'm like, they've got to, because like, it, it stuck, stuck out to me as weird that there were no photos of Uncle Ben around the house. Which, for obvious reasons, they haven't cast anyone. Yeah, yeah. And it would have to be some kind of stunt casting uh, to a degree. You can't just have some unknown guy yeah. in the photos. Um, I didn't even think of this. I think it's brilliant. I think it's perfect. It's got to be someone a bit younger than we traditionally know as Uncle Ben because... Um, It'll be Toby Maguire with a younger. beard. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, but can... The, the real question here is, can Toby Maguire pull Marissa Tomei? The I mean, answer is that, no. Yeah, but <laughs> so I think he's a bit younger though, so that might get Chris work in Pratt his in there. I reckon. <laughs> is your solution to everything just yes. chuck Chris Pratt? Yes, in there? I think he already has a role in the MCU. You oh, can't. Um, uh, oh, that's right. Mm, yeah. Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm. Uh, I think it'd be really this. nice, even if it's just a photo. Yeah, uh, in, in uh, it was interesting. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's not. There's nothing interesting. About no, the story. it was interesting that they how they handled the Uncle Ben thing because it mm. was so part of the um, the Amazing Spider Man. And mm. um, they really they decided to tread that and, and redo it basically. And in this one, they they avoided it. Um, when I say this one, I mean Homecoming. Um, it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, I would like them to you, mention Ben. You are never allowed to accuse me of making a nothing statement again. You bring the story to me. <laughs> I, I I take the story. I mold it into something beautiful. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was about to continue talking about that because I thought that was interesting. <laughs> but all right, you can just quash it. That's fine. No, I reckon we should keep going. <laughs> Definitely go. I don't actually. To be honest, I don't actually disagree with you. I do like the way that they addressed. Go go listen to our homecoming review to hear all our thoughts. Yeah, it's about an hour long review. Yeah. Not all our well. thoughts because we didn't actually talk about Uncle Ben at all. So this would have been we a good did. forum for it. But did, did like, we not? I'm sure we we've definitely not, discussed him before. No, I don't think we mentioned Ben we, whatsoever. We, we have I barely I barely mentioned Miss uh, Marissa Tomi. Yeah, we um we have talked about him in the sense that we were worried that he'd feature as a large or like he would come up in that scene that we've seen in every Spider-Man film so far, um which they didn't do, which we were all really like quite happy about. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, we had some trailers this week. What's that time? Trailer time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we do like a '90s rap, like a Will Smith? Like, What's that time? It's trailer time. Boom, we should boom, definitely never go, rap. Boom, that's, boom, that's for sure. <laughs> the three whitest guys walking around. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, we've got Dark Tower trailer number two. Not Dark Tower two. Just the second trailer. <laughs> Dark Tower two comes out before Dark Tower. We missed it. <laughs> Um, yep. Yeah, uh, look, I, I was I was so much less excited about that one. The the potential reason for that is I have actually started reading the Dark Tower in between um, seeing the first trailer and seeing the Big second undertaking. One. It is seven um, books, but I'm 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 kind of gunning through them. So mm. I'm, I'm what are you up reader. to? 
Uh, I'm just finishing up one now. Cool. <laughs> well, you know. Sorry, I started in like <laughs> within the month. No. How much? What yeah, do you want no, from okay, me? Okay. No, it's just you I said, have a okay, life. I've gotten through them. You know, I'm taking them down one by one. All How right, many well. have you done? Almost one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relatively speaking, then. I like yeah. this trailer more than the last one. I, um, I thought there was a lot less to it. Yeah. I watched it this morning. Maybe I was just tired. I don't really remember anything from it. Yeah. I can't really remember anything. <laughs> you know what's interesting is um, the Dark Tower in my head, I always had this futuristic Western post-apocalyptic kind of vibe. Mm. I think the covers, the covers uh, always had that that kind of look, right? Mm. Does, your, does the cover of your Dark Tower? Uh, I'm reading it on a Kindle. Ah. Well, there we go. Um, so the, the cover's just black. But, but, but there seems to be nothing of that in this. Nothing at all. Well, we don't really see much of the gunslinger's world from see memory. A bit, you see, is, you, which, oh, you see a bit. It looks more I mean, grassy. Um, yeah, and has I more vegetation. Know. I think, like in the books, it's very much the end of a world. So you're not going to get like it is. Yeah, because this is. It's not. Like a remake, it's it's a continuation of the story, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. spoilers, the Dark Tower is in some kind of time loop. Um, yeah, and um, look, this, the, this is him rebooting. He's the time loop is rebooting, and George is on the, a time loop. The loop, the loop, <laughs> the loop. Um, yeah, look, this is uh, this trailer just it felt it felt more like uh, what was that Vin Diesel. Fucking D and D film it came out a year or two the Witch ago. Hunter? The Witch, Witch Hunter, Hunter, yeah. I like that. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it, was, was it about family? Yeah, um, I like those kind of movies. It, yeah, look, I just, I kind of, you get the the pedigree. You got like, you know, Stephen King. It's based off a very successful, um, you know, novels. I just, I feel like I wanted this to be a little bit more than. Uh, a Sunday afternoon, I've, nothing I've, flick. I know what you mean. And like the the fact that I saw some kind of ray, like you know, pass over New York in the clouds. Like, God fucking damn it! If I see that yeah. one more time in a film, yeah, gonna I'm rage just, quit. Oh my god, that's um that Vin Diesel comparison is worrying and uh, quite apt, I think, because it does mm. look like another one of those kind of high concept fantasy things where you get a little bit of some fantasy world and then you're in New York for the rest of it. Yeah, and I that's I, what I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah. and I really like fantasy films but i feel like they fantasy films should be fantasy films and i think that there's you know there's a clever way to to build it into to modern times but, but that's always stephen king's thing he, like he has very strange weird left to center concepts i mean think about the mist yeah um think about the langoliers i don't know if you guys ever yeah, seen I know that. the langoliers <laughs> let's seriously do a review on that let's yeah, do a piece right, of right. on that because that's a classic oh, yeah. Um, you know, he he thinks he's got not and and oftentimes his concepts don't work. Oftentimes oh, yeah. his concepts two out of three. <laughs> like he's pumping out, I'd say probably a book every nine months, twelve months, and you hear no about some honest. of the synopses, and it's yeah. <laughs> look just what kind of bringing it back to to the Dark Tower. I just this trailer makes we're back to the yeah. Dark Tower. <laughs> um, yeah, this just this for me. Uh, it worries me. It looks like a bit of a nothing kind of cash. You're that grab. worried? Like you're like rolling around the bed at night, like the dark tower, man. It does, it's gonna man. suck. Yeah, it's I, gonna suck. Because I'm becoming more and more invested in the story and the characters. Uh, see, you shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have. The movie I know. But it's I I I feel like if I watch a film first and then try and go back to book, I find it far harder to 
yeah. to get invested. I thought the first trailer was pretty cool. This one just felt like a cut-down version of that. I don't know if we even saw anything new. The so, fuck is that? I don't know. That's me. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Um, but before we move on from Stephen King, I just want to mention when I went to see uh, It Comes at Night the other day in my 700-seat giant cinema all alone, yeah. they played uh, the It trailer beforehand. Oh, so, the new one? Or? Uh, no, it's just the one with like the, the little slideshow and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and comes to life. How was that? It was very unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just like, this is already too intense. I can't watch this, this, this next movie. But um, so good. I think that movie looks amazing. I am so that, so excited. You know that sound in the trailer? I love it. The, I know um, the, the 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 like the repeating trumpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way the movie can live up to that um, that trailer. I think, but it looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on, another uh, another trailer that dropped this week is um, a Wrinkle in Time. Um, I had like no visibility into this or you know that this was coming out or anything i just i literally saw it this morning on youtube as a trailer that had come out um, so this is about captain kirk discovering portals or something <laughs> yeah. what happened yeah um it's is chris it, pine is this based off anything it's got to be a it's, book right it's got to be meant, i meant to look that up <laughs> it's, a, it's a disney film so i'm assuming it's based off some kind of obscure book it was the same thing with tomorrowland was a novel wasn't it or something. It, had, it no, was pre-existing. Brad Bird's mind. Tomorrowland was a, a place in Disneyland. Oh, that's right. Like yeah, Pirates yeah, of the yeah. Caribbean. Oh, fuck, I've even been there. The hell am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the good for me, the good in this trailer was I'm seeing some very different things coming from uh, a Disney film. Mm. I feel like it had a lot of interesting imagery. The kid bu- playing basketball, like with the re- repetitions of the, the driveways. That was cool. <clears throat> very interesting. Um, psychedelic. Um, sci-fi kind of parallel universe um, but beyond that I'm not sure it looks like it's juggling a lot of things don't know if it'll be able to do it all looks like it could be a mess like a lot of those YA sort of things yeah but it's directed by Ava DuVernay who did Selma which I thought was a pretty top rate um, biopic and um, she's getting a lot of um, I guess coverage and her profile's really um, risen over the she was in talks years. for Black Panther I yeah believe. she was yeah, yeah it would have been cool too well, yeah, yeah I mean, the- I, I got a, I don't know, like with, um, what is it, Valerian and the Thousand Planets or some shit coming out? Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. That's the one. Um, I've, I got a, a kind of that kind of vibe out of it, and that's what really grabbed me. I love sci-fi that is is willing to be really kind of out there sci-fi, um, and, and as I, I got that vibe from this Light trailer. Light on the sci, uh, easy on the fi. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just looked at me expectantly and be like, yeah, right? <laughs> That's what you mean, though. These been kind of high concept things that are like, fuck it, it doesn't matter how impossible this is. Let's just get yeah. crazy with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's, I can, I mean, I, mean, I don't want to get too, you know, big into it, but that, that v- more often than not, that kind of thing that's like, oh, that would never really be scientific is, is kind of, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck it. Damn. Good point. <laughs> Speaking of nothing statements. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, see, I stopped myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I did get a, um, a, a kind of a Luc Besson uh, vibe from it. Yeah. A bit more European. Yeah. Well, Even I'd... like Tarsum Singh, I kind of got some of his vibes mm. from this. Um, he did the, um, the Immortals and he did that other crazy crazy french film that's uh name is escaping me right now but definitely go check out tarsum singh he's an amazing visual director terrible storyteller um sorry tarsum um and also he did the cell with jennifer lopez mm, that's a weird um, one yeah and uh vince vaughn i think 
Damn. Anyway. Jeez. What a week it's been. But yeah, no, I, I, I kind of really got behind that trailer. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Oprah Winfrey, did we? No, we didn't. I mean, talk about it. <laughs> Oprah, Win- Oprah Winfrey's in this. There we are. There we go. I've, I've, I've talked about Covered. it. Uh, covered. It's for all our fans out there who really yeah. want to see Oprah in a film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, all right, let's move on. Um, we have promised some Star Wars news. We're going to give you some Star Wars news. Yeah, we, we got- are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah! Um, so we're gonna do a little bit of a segment. We're gonna call it Jarjus 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 Star Wars, Wars Corner. Hey Jarjus, how's that for the inaugural episode? Jarjus Star Wars Corner. Shit, I, I should really get tested. I don't think I can yeah, speak properly. Yeah. I don't know. We need some kind of test. Um, but from now on, you are Jar Jar, by the way. No. Yep. <laughs> you, you, you call me John Cusack one day, you call me Jar Jar the next. Make, <laughs> make a decision, commit. Connor, don't act on. like he's not going to edit that right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm leaving that in. That's gold. Um, guys, welcome. Welcome to Georgia Star Wars Connor. Take a seat. Sit, get comfy. Thank God, I've been standing for Here, an hour, man. Here's, here's a, <laughs> Why do you make us stand through these <laughs> things? You know, uh, here, here's a, a glass of hot cocoa. Um, you know, get comfy. Gossip of hot cocoa. All right. So what a week it's been in the world of Star Wars. Um, finally, some good news. Jeez. Um, it's been a bit of a bummer um, the it's past few weeks bummer. being a Star Wars fan. But, um, you know, it has been a lot of bad news. And uh, Disney and Lucasfilm really needed a win uh, at D23. And I think they have done a really good job, um, particularly with the behind the scenes um, Last Jedi trailer. Um, they did this for Rogue One last year. Not as successfully, I think. I think this is a much better behind the scenes Well, they trailer. started out with that one last yeah, year. Yeah, they did. They, they did. Um, I loved it. I loved it. And I am so excited about the creatures. So this is just a little five-minute video they've released. Yeah, yeah. 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 The um, little, that little penguin guy. The just, little penguin oh guy, the little fox. fox. Mm. Um, so many practical little animatronics. I am so excited. And they did this with The Force Awakens, and I don't want to get angry at The Force Awakens again, but they feel like they did a lot of hyping this up, the practical effects and everything, and I don't think there was yeah. that much of it visible in the film. Yep. You know, that you get a couple of like cantina-esque shots where there'd yep. be things in the background, yep. but um, there was not much focus on it. So uh, hopefully there's... Hopefully they just play a little more of a role in this movie. Uh, yeah. Um, definitely. Well, wow, somebody's playing <laughs> some rock and roll outside. Um, you know, typical kind of typical kind of stuff, you know, hyping up the film with little ac- anecdotal um vox pops from this from this cast and crew. Um, but I thought it was a really effective um trailer and uh I, I love the imagery in this. I think this film has a almost like a sepia kind of look, mm. a lot of the scenes. Um, which I, I looks think looks extremely different for Star Wars, and that that red um, dirt from that planet crate. Wow, they're really going for it outside. <laughs> really cranking that music. Um, the the red the red planet crate um, with that dirt. I'm really really excited for the look of that planet. I am so excited for the Last Jedi. <laughs> I hope it is incredible. The um the, yeah this trailer. I wanted to ask you guys. Um, the music was obviously it wasn't anything special, but it really got me. But the the Star Wars theme in that second half of the trailer, what did you guys think of that? It was a bit more plodding, wasn't it? 
I, like I can't think of it off the top of my head, but was it was it like- well, it was it was you know it wasn't anything huge, but it was very much they took the theme and they kind of just lengthened it and um. Oh, they slowed it down a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not cool. even, I'm not even a hundred percent sure what they did with it. Yeah, cool. Um, but they they just kind of incorporated it a little bit more into it, and I, I'm always really impressed with a with a theme when they're able to kind of when it's malleable in that, but it's still recognizable. They um, had that's such a good uh, iteration for the Rogue One trailer last mm. year. Um. Damn, what a disappointment. It was so good in the movie, yeah. So <laughs> um, good in the movie. I um, I only watched like 60% of this this trailer, what? I think. But How? Uh, my, my, my nostalgia for Star Wars isn't strong enough to get me through being manipulated this hard. Um, you know, when it's just got all these people being like, it's, it's, it's so magical and you got this stirring music and it's like, this is the most amazing thing in the world and I can just picture all these fanboys crying. You're, you're probably crying when you watch it. You well, <laughs> I thought it was pretty forced. Exactly, I thought it was yeah. pretty damn forced. Yeah, in this yeah, yeah. Really? And, and I... I yeah. thought the first one was more forced just because they were like harping on Force about Awakens, the... Yeah, sorry. The, um, I feel like that was more warranted though just because that was like the return. The, the return, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I felt like this one was a little bit less kind of on the nose with the, the practical effects. Like they showed a lot of practical effects, but the, the, the first one of these... Um, was very much about like, oh, we're bringing it back to, to practical yeah. effects and practical but effects. But then that had a function effects. within like messaging to people like what was the intention of the Force yeah, Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this had uh, this has a different goal um, and I think it succeeded. But I do agree. It really felt a bit forced on some of the stuff they were talking about. Um but I just want to see that fox, man. <laughs> it looks so. I, I like that they showed it with the face off first. Yeah, it like something from Five Nights at Freddy's. Freaky as shit. <laughs> um, yeah, everything I saw in the trailer was really gorgeous and fantastic, and I, I really hope that the film kind of re- reflects how much effort is clearly going into this thing. Yeah, in Ryan Johnson, we trust. All right. Um, so we also got some other stuff from D twenty three. We got a Battlefront trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, funny story with Battlefront is I I. Uh, I went to EB Games, which is a big uh, a chain of uh, video game stores in Australia. And uh, this is when Battlefront 1 came out. And I literally went to buy a PS4 for that game. Wow. I picked up the box, I picked up the game, I walked up to the counter and uh, the dude, the checkout guy, and what a legend, shout out to this guy. He said to me, hey man, just so you know, um, this, this game, game sucks. <laughs> this game only has multiplayer. There's no story. And I was like, Fuck that! <laughs> and I dropped, I dropped it uh, on the ground. It smashed. No, I didn't do that. But um, and George never made another real informed choice. <clears throat> you know what? I love adventure games. I'm not that into multiplayer games. I don't I'm really insane. like people. Um, <laughs> and this one, thank goodness, has a story mode, and that's clearly a big focus because they kind of harped on about it mm. in this trailer. Once again, I think this one was a bit long. I'm really excited. The gameplay looks amazing, but they were talking well, this, so anecdotally and this all this not, bullshit. They really believe in their own hype. Jeez, Disney man. Just and I, get on with it. I don't think this is like a, a trailer in the sense of like what you'd normally expect a, well, it's like another a cinematic behind the trailer. Scenes. Yeah, it's another behind the scenes video um, they put out about Battlefront. But it was like four and a half minutes. I think it should have been like three minutes. Mm. Yeah. God, people that are really into these Battlefront games and, and games in general... They'll they need eat this, this much, shit up. Yeah. Fair enough. But I'm excited for that. Um, this was pissing me off. I don't know. It just because there was such a big deal when that last one came out about how it didn't have a single player. Yeah. And it was such bullshit. And then they're just like, but now we're doing the single player and it's yeah. the best thing ever. It's yeah. like, you done this should have been in the first game, <laughs> yeah. you dickheads. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you know, people make mistakes, so you know. Yeah, yeah, and it, I mean, it looks great. <laughs> and Star Wars has made their fair share of. Yeah, them. and Battlefront was really cool. The mechanics of it were great, so hopefully the single player campaign is sick. Yeah. Um, although I'm getting such a Force Unleashed vibe from it, like oh, all yeah. this talk about, oh, you get to play from the Imperial side and see what that's all about. This is just going to be you're the bad guy. Then you're like, oh no, the bad guys are bad. I'm going to be a good guy now. Well, there's no way in hell they actually follow the through line of you're a space Nazi and you actually see it from that point of view. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way in hell. That was kind of one of the things that I was thinking about when watching this is like, if they actually followed through on what they're saying, how would that look in a game or just like in a, in a story kind of yeah, point of good view? Good versus evil. You, you have to really kind of be buying into the whole kind of individual story of or the individual arc of this character but even so like at the back of your head it has been so ingrained that there is light and dark like star wars is just yeah. good and evil but yeah. in saying I mean, like, that it's they never have... been this gray area type of uh story but like you're gonna be going around stringing up ewoks being like i'm the good guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they have been doing this they did it with um that young adult novel um lost stars yeah. there was a imperial rebel thing and um, of course, gray area, more course, gray area. Finn is a stormtrooper. But, yeah, uh, for like. Three but again, he, yeah, you he, don't really, you don't really he, get a good sense. He of came like out and how said, he, "Yeah, sorry, I was going to say he came out and said, oh, yeah. they're bad.' I'm like, it was yeah. again, it was yeah. very clear. Yeah. It wasn't like the he's torn between yeah. something. He's just like, oh no, I'm a good guy in a bad situation. I'm going to get the fuck out. Yeah, like there's it just there's no great. Like I mean, Rogue One was the only one that really tackled don't gray talk about area that movie. <laughs> and the reason that I hesitate is because of that kind of reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's but funny with Finn. It's like literally the first time he did anything Stormtrooper related. He's like, oh shit, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's he's, no he's not the good guy. <laughs> <laughs> he sees a bit of blood. He's like, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, it's, yeah, Rogue One's the only one in that universe that's actually tackled, like, gray it area. It is the best, most nuanced Star Wars. It's film. the best Star <laughs> well, Wars I mean, yet. It, it, it is, it, in a lot of ways, it is far more nuanced than other. Um, other uh, Star Wars fans. Star Wars, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Rogue One is a Star Wars movie. And it is. that's about as far as I'll go with that. Yeah. Um, you give it such a hard time. Yeah, man. I like, do. It's, it's I do. so... Un- like, this, and this is the thing. Like we, We've talked about this so many times. People get wrapped up in their own hype of like... Yeah. You know, if you if you don't like a film, then maybe the next time you watch it, you hate it even more. And you hate it because you hate it. And it's yep. like this like spiraling effect. At the end of the day... Rogue One is not as bad as make it make people make it out to seem, and then the people that really love it, it's it's not as good as you know those people make it out to be. Like, just I feel like people should kind of just assess it on its own merits and chill the fuck out. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's just really average, like we say every time we bring it up. Go listen to our review. George never reacts to it as if it's just average. <laughs> like that is like that's passion there. Yeah, it's like how you feel about the Hobbit. That's how I'd contextualize it. No, it's 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 Stop. that no, much no, no, worse because the Hobbit is not average; that it is truly bad. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> like, don't don't you dare compare Hobbit to fucking Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue Fuck Rogue you! Yeah, I like that you just tried to put out a fire by giving the biggest insult you possibly could. <laughs> like, oh, that's not water; that's kerosene. <laughs> All right, enough about that fucking Rogue One movie. Um. No, uh, another piece of uh, <laughs> news that came out at D23, Star Wars Land. Got hey. a first glimpse. 14 acre- acres of Star Wars goodness. Oh, boy. Um, and it's officially titled Galaxy's Edge. Um, I'm not hmm. sure how I feel about that title. It's cute. I think they maybe thought that uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy is a big franchise. So let's uh, <laughs> just fly that name in there. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know what? I've always wanted to go to Harry Potter Land. Now I want to go to Star Wars Land. So uh, it's not Star Wars Land. 
I've always wanted to go to Galaxy's Edge. And Fuck, that's a well, shit name. <laughs> so, I don't know how you just like, qualified that just then. <laughs> yeah, I just I like how you were like a little bit ambivalent about it. Like I don't know how I feel about. It. Like yes, you do. You know exactly how you feel about this name. Kids, it's kids, shit. we're going to, to Galaxy Edge. So, <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. I never loved you. Have they kind of shown what this place is going to be all about? Is it actually going to be like some Moss Eisley sort of thing? Um, yeah, it doesn't actually look like it's. A planet, a shitty desert. Planet. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it looks like bar. generico <laughs> Star Wars looking yeah. planet. Um, they did a great job with that Guardians of the Galaxy ride, but they just um, that released. looks so cool. That Rocket Raccoon animatronic is amazing. Fuck. Um, so yeah, does this look cool like that, or is it just? I I think it's early days. It's kind of like a really chintzy sort of. Days, yeah. You super go to you go days. to a Star Wars bar and then and you get blue uh, milk. Yeah, and you buy <laughs> Death Sticks. Yeah, and uh, mm. yeah. Mm. And you you can uh, pilot the Millennium Falcon. The literal mil, uh, Millennial Falcon. Millennial Falcon. You know what? You know Do you know what was so weird about that? As I was saying it, like my mouth was making the noises. My brain was going, Fuck. "What are you doing?" Like <laughs> my, my brain just said, oh "Say the name." And then literally at the same time said, you're saying it wrong, stop. Know, it's like <laughs> right, you paused, you get a, a running start and you still tripped over it. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Is, is that being taken? Is that a thing? I'm sure somebody's got Millennial Falcon online. Because if, 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 if that isn't taken, this segment is now called Millennial <laughs> Falcon. Millennial Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look um, it up. Uh, all right, enough about Galaxy's Edge, whatever that is. Um, uh, final thing. Uh, in Georgia Star Wars corner for this round. Not from D23. No. Conspicuously absent from D23. <laughs> yeah, some uh, some motherfucker took some photos on set of Han Solo. And has subsequently disappeared. Um, <laughs> they didn't find the body. Um, <laughs> I think this looks awesome. I think it looks like... Uh, it reminds me of the collector from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Are you looking, Are at, the the same same <laughs> huh? Are you looking at the same photos? Are you looking at the same photos? Like uh, Amelia Clark, they like they look in. They look like they're in the sort of museum, uh, very ornamental um, kind of look. Can you bring that up again? I feel like I've missed something. The blue skull, <laughs> the tree hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's more. There's more. There's two photos. And there's a video. After all this time, uh, feeling very nervous about Han Solo. Mm. I think out of the two sets of shots we've seen. Um, we talked about the first batch a few months ago. Mm. They're in the desert with all the, the retro-looking cars and this really interesting-looking set. I mean, I think they've nailed the production design. Thank God the most um, important thing about a film is set design. Yeah. So now we can feel safe that this movie's going to be great. I'm so I'm so secure. <laughs> and now we've got Ron Howard at the helm. I mean, you can stop what, yourself what, what can go wrong? I, 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 <laughs> I feel like the more interesting thing here is that this was not really talked about at D23 at all, this film. Well, how do you salvage this film at this point? Really? Right, like, yeah, what do you say? I like that they've just been like, maybe we've got people, Ron maybe, Howard here. Maybe people won't notice if we just don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. I think they really wanted to just like all the attention to be on the next yep. actual Star Wars film. Yeah, just, mm. just forget about forget about the Han Solo <laughs> no, stuff. They just never release it. <laughs> I thought they were going to announce another Star Wars story. Yeah. Oh, God. With the, with, uh, it's a good point with the success of the... Yeah. Of Rogue One and, and the it's potential Solo being marketed as a Star Wars story. It's not, is it? Um, Han Solo, yeah. a Star Wars story. It's going to be called Solo, a Star Wars story. Is it actually? Good? No, it's not going to be called Solo. Solo, is it? yeah. And his gun Solo. is the L. That's oh, genius. Fuck. This is going to be the best movie ever. I can't tell if you're being serious because we talked as a joke before. We talked about calling it Solo. I think I, I 
I'm me or you suggested that as a name, and we all like cried a bit. I I, I should be called the Han Solo. I film. think I think that's what it's going to be called. I, yeah, what else are they going to call it at this point? The solo Weird that they have solo film. A, a title probably. Nah. Anyway, at least the set's cool. <laughs> yeah, right? So, so when you're right? looking at something like and crying, at least it'll look good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Oh well, that's the end of Georgia's Star Wars corner. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> um, we'll be. Oh, I'll be back do sometime have, soon. Do we have to stand up again now? Yeah. Oh. Get the fuck out. <laughs> um, well, that brings us on to our last segment of this week's uh, show. Isn't it, Connor? I, I thought you were going to go. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, you, I'll, I'll, no, go I'll do it. it. I'll do it. Yeah, no, I've got no, it. I've got this. I've got uh, this. You, you usually Which do is this. called uh, our weekly segment, Question of the Week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so this one is uh, has been submitted by Kieran. Kieran, thank you so much for your question, man. Thanks, Kieran. And what a great Cheers, question buddy. it was. It is. Um, Very so, specific. <laughs> So, um, in Australia, we have uh, a bunch of TV channels. Um, can you believe it? We, we're, pretty, we're pretty advanced here. And uh, one of these channels is Channel 10. And Channel 10, uh, often in the they're like 2000s and the 90s, they used to chuck on a, a, a Friday night or a Saturday night movie. And it I think seems they still to be, do, don't they? Uh, probably. There was a point where they didn't, but but there was like literally like ten movies that they recycled. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the question was, you know, your favorite '90s Channel Ten, and I feel like Channel Ten mo- that the yeah. Channel Ten used to show. What was yeah. your favorite one they used to show? This one feels like a bit of a sabotage against because I wasn't actually in Australia in the '90s. I wasn't, but I. I <laughs> yes, my, you were. No, two thousand and one. My my family moved here. Really? Yeah. That seems but, so weird. But they, that was still, it was still a thing. Mm. Okay, time. anyways. Um, well, I'll answer the question. You guys can go home then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what well, was your favorite Channel 10 movie, Friday night movie? Uh, um, the one that I would always, if I could hear it somewhere in the house, it was on, I'd always sit down and I, I would just watch the whole thing, would be uh, Men in Black. Nice. The Barry Sonnenfeld classic. That one used to be on nice. all the time. Yeah, I man. Feel. I just hear that amazing Danny Elfman score and I'd be like, yeah. I am there. Yes. Um, I love that movie to this day. I think it's a, just like a, a sci-fi comedy masterpiece. Yeah. Just a lightning in a bottle. They tried it again another two times. It did not work. It did not work at all. Um, yeah, the second one was not good. Yeah, apparently they wanted Chris Evans for the main role. Uh, well, the producers wanted Chris what Evans the for the hell? main role. Yeah, yeah. Chris, wait, for, for the Men in Black 1? For, for Jay, yeah, for Will Smith's part. And um, Weird. Whoa. Yeah, I think um, Barry Sonnenfeld actually lied to Chris Evans and said, no, we're not going to. Take it because he wanted Will Smith for it, which wow. worked out amazingly. Yeah, um, can you imagine that with like without Will Smith? God, you yeah. know what's crazy? I never realized that that was Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, that's the bad guy. Yeah, I never realized that. Sugar, <laughs> uh, he's Sugar. freaky as shit. Yeah, he's amazing. He used to film. creep me out when I was a kid. Yeah, I love that octopus octopus scene as well. Yeah, the, the ILM special effects, um, fantastic, fantastic. And, yeah. and all the the practical costumes and everything, really, yeah. really good. That's a movie that holds up quite well. Yeah, I remember loving that as a kid. Yeah. Absolutely loving it. Yeah, and I if, still if love I can it. just mention a, a B side to that because I think it would often play after. Um, Men in Black would be Peter Jackson's The Frighteners. I would always that would be a little later on at night because it's a bit more adult. That's a good one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I love that one as well. Love that. Love the design of um, yeah. Death in that. Um, I'm going to go next. I'm going to choose Castaway. I swear to God, I've seen that movie like 30 times on TV with my mum. Shout out to mum. 
um, <laughs> seriously, I, I I know that story intrinsically. I I I just know it. I've seen it from. You know, like often when these things come, you, you tune in like maybe 20 minutes in or halfway through the movie. So I've seen the front half a bunch of times, I've seen the back half a bunch of times, I've seen the whole thing. It's um, a weird, weird one to rewatch. Wilson! <laughs> yeah, that's one of those films that I watched like once, maybe twice. Really? Yeah. I, I swear to God, I've seen and, this yeah. so many freaking <laughs> Coming times. from someone that watches rewatches movies like religiously. Yeah. What's in the box, George? You must have a theory. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I hope something great. I think it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. <laughs> it's a bit misshapen. I think the box is a bit small. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think I've had my, my fair share of uh, Castaway. And yeah. uh, I, I'm glad I don't watch TV anymore. It's got to be Robert Zemeckis is one of his last good films. Yep. Yep, definitely. Possibly the last. Um, what was the last one? Man on a Rope? God damn it. I didn't even bother Man seeing that. that. How about you, Connor? What's your Channel 10 pick? Um, we've talked about it ages, uh, for quite a while, but it's uh, The Mummy. The mummy. The mummy. Yeah, look, I, we, we've kind of gushed about this film enough, um, but ultimately <laughs> I just really enjoy that film. It's fine. It's that great kind of like mix of adventure and and um, kind of horror and, and comedy all in one. Yeah. You don't make them like that anymore. No. Yeah. Well, when I just, I when guess. I think back to like <laughs> 90s movies, that's kind of one of the quintessential, you know, examples that comes to mind. And um, it's one that I still enjoy to this day. Yeah, I find that kind of high concept adventure stuff to be infinitely rewatchable. Yeah. Regardless of quality, generally. Yeah. I find it's weird. If I'm rewatching something, I don't want something that like I'm I don't very often rewatch like Inceptions or or like castaways that are, are something kind you're of, be super involved in. Well, yeah, exactly. I I made the mistake of trying to do that with Incredibles the other day. I was uh, I think I talked about it on the podcast, but I was just working you know, I got my laptop out and I was like, oh, I'll just chuck something on in the background. Yeah. And, it, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen Incredibles in a while. I chucked that on and just, I didn't get any work done. I forgot how absolutely engrossing it is. Oh, you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't just have Look Incredibles on in the background. Film. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, well, there yeah. we go. Thanks for your question, Kieran. And if anyone listening wants to send us a question, which I guarantee you we will answer, <laughs> send us an email at... Uh, or to the podcast strikes back official at gmail.com or send us a Facebook PM or an Instagram DM. Yeah. Don't send us anything on Twitter. Like we just, honest, I'm just not across that. Yeah. We, we, you know, Twitter's a dying platform. It's anyways. dead. Um, we need to uh, get a better email. Let's yeah, be it's honest, quite long. That's a very long, long. Like even like typing it into log into anything is a fucking Well, nightmare. you know what? Right now we have one email, Connor. And uh, if you want to go ahead and make an email, for our listeners out there, maybe I fucking will. Yeah, so, so I'll have competing emails. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever gets we'll the all most run emails. our own social media account <laughs> for it. Um, oh, I, just, well. I just want to chuck a little asterisk on, on yeah. George's comment there. We don't guarantee um, that we'll answer it because someone's probably going to sell some some horrible troll question. <laughs> yes. So I'll yes. still I'll just give it. us a little out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still answer it. <laughs> yeah, Connor will answer. Thank it. you for that uh, little disclaimer. Yeah. Oh well. We will have our Castlevania review up later in the week. And uh, let's definitely go see It Comes at Night, Connor, because uh, I think we... I'm we, keen to see that. Yeah, oh, I'd we like missed out on that. I think that. it's on a bit late for you guys. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, well, we'll be back next week for the weekly movie show. Hell yeah, Connors. Hello. Benny's. See ya. See you later.